You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. In addition to copywriting, content creation is the biggest time-consuming activity that has to do with brand voice within your business. This episode is dedicated to talking about all the social media strategies that you can use using the brand voice guide that you've created for yourself as you've been listening, as you've been learning on the show, and also with your print copy of the Better Your Brand Voice issue of Facet. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, go to clearquartzcreative.co slash facet to order it. I will happily write you a personal note and send off your issue in the mail. And that way you can get started on having your brand voice defined. If you do already have the print copy, I want to draw your attention to page 39. This is part of the section on content creation within this issue, which is what we're talking about today, creating that on-brand content in your voice for social media. So on this page, I have integrated one of my favorite tools for self-awareness, human design. The human design forecast, that's already a recurring feature of Facet, and it's had such great reviews from subscribers that in this issue, I take it one step further and I decided to include some more human design content. So in the human design system, the centers of the body are seen as energy centers and they correspond to different aspects of our lives. And one of the centers, the third one from the top, is called the throat center. The throat center is all about our communication, how we express ourselves, our ability to manifest our ideas and get them out into the universe. Absolutely relevant to the whole facet of brand voice, as you can hear. Within the throat center, there are 11 gates. Those are things that you can potentially have defined in your chart. Understanding your gates can help you gain insight into what's going to be like a strength for you and what's going to be a challenge. What's particularly interesting with this facet is that the gates of the throat center can give you insight into the roles that you might be comfortable playing as you create content. Once you have your free human design chart, which you can calculate online as long as you have your birth information, so that means your date of birth, your time of birth, and your location of birth, you just need the time zone, you'll be able to compare the gates that you have defined with this page inside Facet and learn all about this. I think it's going to be really revealing for you as you read. And I do want to share one of the gates here just to give you a sample. Anybody with gate 16 defined. So that means that 16 is colored in on your chart. There'll be a little circle around it. So that's not me. I don't have 16 defined in my chart, but anyone with gate 16 defined might identify as an experimenter. They are people who are easily able to embrace enthusiasm for new things, like they get excited about new things, and they enjoy sharing their talents. They're also really skilled at building identities. The person reading this, or you listening to this, who has gate 16 defined in their chart, you can then take this knowledge and apply it to your content creation. I can see somebody with this gate doing super well on a platform like TikTok. They are probably someone who has more skills with video. Maybe they're able to bring one of their personal passions into their content creation, like make it a little bit more lifestyle focused. Or maybe they are one of those genius content creation people who create characters that they use to share concepts about their niche. Like they do that role playing kind of thing. All of this might come 
more naturally to someone with gate 16. This is not me. You're not going to see any of this in my content, not my thing. But if you have gate 16 defined, this might resonate with you or it might give you some ideas, might spark some new ideas for you if you've never considered them before. The name of the game with social media always, but especially in 2023, is to be very much your individual self. The more that you play up the strengths that are unique to you, the better you're going to perform on any platform you choose. So whether that is YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn, Snapchat, Twitter, Clubhouse, if anyone's still on Clubhouse, anything else that you consider to be social media for your business. So without further ado, here are my in insights on how to create on-brand content in your voice per type of content. We're going to start off by talking about video content since that is super popular right now. Essentially for everything that has to do with words, you'll want to use the language and the style of your brand voice. You want to speak to your audience in a way that supports that voice that you have taken the time and the energy to define. Make sure that your scripts for your videos and all of your talking points really match that brand voice. Same thing goes for your headline and your thumbnail titles, any kind of captions or descriptions. It's going to be important to write a video script at first. Even if you do feel comfortable with improv, it's important to have a script to guide your video content just so that you're making sure that you're on message and you're on brand for your voice. After a while, this becomes much more comfortable, but when you're first integrating that brand voice into your content, using that script is going to be really helpful. Also consult your brand voice when you're editing your transcripts and when you're choosing b-roll. So if you're adding music or sound effects or little video clips to your audio content, make sure that the music or the sound effects or whatever you're adding are consistent with your brand voice and they complement your message. As an example, if classic is one of your brand voice adjectives, you're going to want the music to reflect that, which actually takes a lot of the music and sound effects out of the running because most trendy audio just would not match that classic feeling. Let's move on to talking about some audio content. Match the vibe of your actual voice when you're speaking or you're reading to the tone of voice that you've defined as your brand voice. It sounds really simple, but something like if you have the word excited in your list of brand adjectives, sound excited. It's going to help you come across with your voice in your content. And then again, use your brand voice to help you write your scripts and to help you write your captions and to align the words that you choose for any titles to your voice. There's so many different audio formats to choose from like audio snippets, voiceovers. So choose the format that best suits your content and your brand. Same goes for platforms. If serious is one of your brand voice adjectives, you may be more suited to producing audio content on LinkedIn rather than TikTok, for example. You might also want to plan out topics and themes that you'll want to cover in your audio content before you start recording. This will help you stay on message and just ensure that your content is consistent with your brand voice. Consulting your list of brand messages and your list of keywords for your brand is going to help you make sure that the content is going to reach your goals for your audience, like if your goal is to be entertaining or if your goal is to be educational. Now, talking about creating text and visual content. Just to be clear here, what I'm talking about is like the graphics, like the actual picture with words on it that you're posting to something like Facebook, Instagram, that kind of platform. Anything that you create in Canva, to me, that's text and visual content. Number one tip, use clear, concise language that's consistent with your brand voice. And then before publishing, make sure that you edit and review it to just check that the words that you've written do match your voice. So keeping your brand messages and your voice in mind is actually going to make content creation a lot easier because 
you are now going to know exactly which topics that you want to cover in your content. And you'll also know exactly which emotional states that you want to create for the people who are on the other side experiencing your content. The more on brand your content is in terms of your voice and those words that you choose, the more that your content is going to keep your audience engaged. And again, consistency matters. When your content is aligned, people can feel that and it is much more highly consumable, as in one post leads to the next and it all makes sense together. Next content type, let's talk about sharing social proof. Always give context in your own brand voice. Wording that I personally have started using recently is that instead of saying client testimonial, I'm using the term words of affirmation. My audience, you are very familiar with affirmations. You've probably used them before in your journaling or in your manifesting practice. You're probably also someone who's familiar with the whole concept of love languages by Gary Chapman. So the term words of affirmation, it evokes an association for you when you hear it and likely a positive association. I'm able to personalize these kinds of words to me because I know that my brand voice is affirming and wise. If my brand voice were like fun and trendy, wouldn't be a good fit for me, but I might call a client testimonial a customer love story, for example, or I might say something like fun thoughts from our biggest fans. So think about your own brand voice and then choose to share social proof with a context that matches. People's eyes really do glaze over at common and overused words like reviews and testimonials. So when you use that as your headline, it doesn't necessarily catch their attention. When you can add your own voicey spin on it though, you're going to create that sticky factor that's so important in marketing successfully on social. Still on the topic of social media and how to incorporate your voice, in this next section, I'm going to be talking about some ifs, like if you're using templates, if you're using trending audio, if you're using AI to create content. And I'm going to share some of my tips for each of those situations. If you're using templates, if you've purchased templates from a place like Creative Market or just a bundle from any freelancer or solopreneur, I know that there's lots of template bundles out there that are niche specific, like templates for realtors, templates for chiropractors, templates for virtual assistants. At this point, there's probably templates for every niche. It is very important to remember that you are not the only one who has purchase those templates. There's hundreds, maybe thousands of others in your niche who bought the exact same ones. So it's up to you to differentiate yourself. Using your brand voice is one way to do that really, really well. Same goes for free templates, like things that you might find on Canva, for example. Totally okay to use those because they absolutely save you time, but you don't just want to save that JPEG and put it right onto Facebook just like that. You do want to personalize it first using your voice. I pulled up a Canva template that I could use as an example here just to walk you through it. So the one that I found, the one I'm using today is for a lactation consultant. And I know you don't have the visual here because I'm reading it to you on a podcast, but this example reads... August 1st, World Breastfeeding Day, and then below it, it says, breastfeeding is not a choice, but it is a way to show your love for our child. Now, I'm not sure why it says for our child and not your child. Like, that's just honestly a good reminder to proofread everything because that wording makes it feel more like a thank you card from one parent to the other parent who is doing the feeding rather than an Instagram post. Yeah. 
I don't know what's going on there. So let's say that your lactation consultant, your brand voice includes some descriptors like inclusive, positive, and clever. Here's one way that I would update the bottom text. I would update it to say something like, if you are chest feeding, we love that you're loving on your child in that way. Sending love to all of you today and all days because all feeding choices are valid. It would of course make no sense to that person's audience if they put out the graphic as it was with the text that it had before we edited it. It actually would probably be triggering, it would cause some issues and some hurt feelings. Beyond not matching voice, it would just be a bit of a PR disaster. So I chose this slightly extreme example just to indicate for you why attention to brand voice is important and you can't just put out any words that come on a template just the way that they are. You do want to take the time to personalize them to you and to your audience first. Moving on now, if you are using trending audios, it's important to make sure that the audio itself matches your tone of voice and your message. I know it can be difficult to find where the audio originally came from, but it's also a good idea to check that your values align before posting. You want to make sure that you're not appropriating and you want to make sure that you're not alienating your audience. Even if you do choose an audio that passes that test, you probably are going to want to adapt, say, the caption of it or the text over overlay. You can't obviously edit the audio very much itself, but you do want to adapt what you can to match your brand voice. And lastly, if you're using AI to create content, having a brand voice to feed the AI is going to encourage the bot to give you back more on-brand responses. I am not at all an expert on AI. I have been playing around a bit with ChatGPT, and here is my suggestion. If you decide to use an AI to generate copy or captions or topic ideas or like titles, you can include some of your brand adjectives right there in your prompt, or you can teach the AI your entire brand voice. And that's going to make it so that what the AI generates is already more in the tone of voice that you would naturally use in your brand. So then you'll have to edit it less. Having a defined brand voice is going to make using AI infinitely more powerful. Because it's already more in the tone of voice of your brand, it's going to make it much more useful for you. Now that you've got your very own brand voice and you've heard these tips, Share with me which one you're most excited to implement first. Is it templates that you're going to tackle or is it AI that you're going to experiment with? Let me know in a DM or better yet, share some of your new voice infused content with me so I can cheer you on. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one -on -one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.